1: Hello and welcome back to the Des Bishop Podcast. Exciting days here in Edinburgh, four days to go, and the Irish have done well. Al Porter has been nominated for the Edinburgh Comedy Award, previous guest on the podcast. Go check out that episode if you haven't listened to it. Doubly exciting because today's episode is a Scottish extravaganza, one of Scotland's greatest comedians of all time. One of the currently definitely most popular comedians in the UK and in Ireland also. Mr. Kevin Bridges is coming up on the podcast. For the Americans that might be listening, you might be as familiar. You might not be as familiar with Kev. One of the greatest, the modern Billy Connolly. Great guy. Had a great success, very young. And uh, he used to stay on my couch in Rialto when he came over to Dublin to do shows before he became... A huge star. Uh, the chat went on for so long that uh, I've split it into two. Uh, this is part one, although it doesn't start at the beginning. Uh, Kev, I was originally going to do a tour of Glasgow with Kev, but then he wanted to play squash and he wanted to just kind of make a day of it. So uh, it's a day in Glasgow with Kevin Bridges, and we begin our journey on the way to the squash court, well past uh, the general introductions with Kevin. So. Apologies for the abrupt start, but uh, this is a day in Glasgow with Kevin Bridges, part one. Talk to you after the chat. Oh,
2: this is where we're going? No, no, straight, straight. That's oh. Brim Hill Tennis it, and Squash Club. I can see why you made that. <laughs> yeah, because since we're going to
1: play squash, I assume we were here. Yeah. No. No, no. But, but you know, it's, a, it's fun. It's a good it, game,
2: though, eh? Oh, it's, it's dude, like, it's the best fitness. I'm trying to stay off the booze and try to get
1: Yeah, because the la- when I the last time we were chatting properly was in Melbourne and you were off the booze.
2: Kulkenny, no? Oh so did it was I see after it? Melbourne. Oh it yeah. Usually is. Yeah, you were still off the booze then, right? So I came to your show in Melbourne, it was brilliant. Oh yeah, you mention. were great.
1: You helped me out a lot. Made in China was gr- yeah, that was great. You helped me out a lot. You had a very strong reaction to that show, which was great.
2: That was that was but, genuine. I but you were off
1: the booze at that time, though.
2: That's right. I done a year and five days. And did you did you find that it helped you in any way? Mm, I suppose it helped me lose weight, which I never done. I never you quit booze. You haven't put it back on either. No, I never quit booze, purposely to lose weight. But it was just like, I think it was just more to see if I could if I could do it. And I just get fed up with the hangovers and yeah, stuff like sure, that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I wasn't getting enough done. I had to write all these shows, and everything was taking off really. So I thought just focus on this even for a year yeah and then and it helped t- with that I, I did help definitely I got a lot more productive but then you discover games like playing squash because Saturday Sunday mornings you're not just lying in bed hung yeah. over, watching soccer Saturday or whatever Sunday brunch you're actually getting up in the mornings and then wanting to do things so I went back on the booze and I still had all these oh, that's good. Cool. so you find now that you're back in the booze it's not as intense as it was uh, I suppose but you always remember that year when you were off it it was still the benefits of that year so I I could probably stop at any time as well. It's a good Basically a test that I could never be an alcoholic, I think that's why i done yeah, a year. Yeah, which many alcoholics have done and passed
1: and still turned out to be alcoholics. Just, just by I'm the way, it's right. not a foolproof plan, by the way, just That'll so be you know. me in 20 years, still talking about the time I've done a year yeah. off it.
2: I could quit when I want, I you know I
1: was huge, I was huge, you know. I. You know, before that fucking 16-year-old girl me. opened her fucking mouth, I was huge. <laughs> Am I going straight up here? Straight up, man. Get
2: in the yeah. middle lane, middle lane.
1: Yeah, yeah I, uh, anyway, yeah, but you know, but, you're, you're fine anyway.
2: We should tell uh, people where we are. This is Annie's land. Oh, is this a bad hood? Because I yeah. see there's a massive tower flat here. I think that's Temple or something they call that in there. It's supposed to be rough. Everywhere's fucking rough, though, isn't it? In Glasgow? No, just in general, man. Just in, yeah. Yeah, because
1: I took the I took the two lads in Dublin to Ballymun and they had a great reaction. Um, but, you know, here I feel like, like Neds and all that stuff. Like, I don't know if I really want to
2: explore no. that. It seems as if... It, that was the thing, though. See, when I first started comedy, so everybody was talking about you'd actually get guys coming on. And that was just their set, just in the oh, the voices, but, oh, but yeah. nothing to back it up.
1: Oh, you mean that guys going on? But I met this Ned,
2: and then you'd talk to them after the gig, and they'd be like, "Oh, how are you, sir? No, very would they like, students." <laughs> and I was like, "Fucking! Hell, I thought he was I thought it was going to be mates with this guy. I've got mates like this guy."
1: All right, let me well let me make a serious point to you now. I'm curious to know what you think about it. Yeah, for all the. You know, particularly in, say, Edinburgh, right, where there's this huge middle-class awareness of liberal values and, you know, racism is bad and, uh, you know, you, you, you can't be disrespectful to women. But there is incredible classism in comedy. And never is it more obvious. Yep. Fuck.
2: Is that <laughs> the you hear the sirens? Drop this is the mate. fucking
1: podcast police. <laughs> but no, you know, there's, there's, there's incredible classism which never gets challenged. You know, like that working class people can be the butt of a joke, and that never never gets challenged.
2: I think maybe that's because I started so young. I never knew I was working class until I started performing stand-up. Really? To me, I was just the same as everybody else that I knew. I'd never seen, I never knew about class or whatever. Yeah, sure. And it was only sometimes you'd hear comments about yourself. Like I get introduced once as a spam sandwich. I don't know what that is. A spam sandwich. (laughs) This next act's a bit of a spam sandwich. It was done as a joke, but. I never knew what that meant and I asked, I asked so it mind. just means like a bit working class well, I'd never heard or, it before but yeah. people say I don't know poor people eat spam yeah whatever yeah <laughs> so I never realised then you'd get some people calling you a ned or Chavon because of your accent yeah but you're not displaying any tendencies of being a Nether or chav I don't know it's just and it's then you realise comedy is quite a middle class thing to get look, to, to say to yourself I want to stand up and have a room full of people listening to what I've got to say. I knew that it's quite an arrogant thing to declare when you first book in your first ever stand up gig. Yeah. It's quite an arrogant as long as you can justify it. So I thought, this better be fucking funny. So that was what pushed me through. But you'd see some guys come on and they I think they just enjoyed being listened to, you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: No, I know, but I, I mean, that I, that doesn't necessarily.
2: The working class, thing, I think you need to justify being there. What? Left, 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 left. Oh, nice one, nice no, no, one. No, that's pretty good. No right. So- <laughs> That was pretty good if you're listening rather than watching. That was really, really dangerous there. <laughs> so, uh,
1: I mean, it's not fun. No, but no, but I mean, I, 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 like, I think basically, a, working class people can be the butt of a joke. And it's fine. They don't get offended. All right, in terms
2: of material, I thought you meant in terms of who. and. No, who no, I mean, standard. I mean,
1: it's just funny because Aye. people are so aware. Say, say at the Fringe, the Fringe is the real, like, epicenter of this ultra-liberal of which I am a liberal left-wing guy I don't right. want marginalized people whether it's because of race or religion or sex I don't want them to be exploited yep. but for some reason the, the the working class people can be the butt of a joke and nobody minds well, and working class people love it because they like being the butt of the joke because they see themselves in it but on the flip side why does nobody turn around and say well that's classism aye that's my question to you
2: right an example see the Dunn Stores joke yeah I don't know if I would... It was a right up there again. This That's is a right. difficult bit here. We're getting...
1: Yeah, all right. We'll stop talking in a minute, but yeah, I'll we'll just, do just do a 180 turn. if you can get... Yeah. The. Is that
2: 180? I'll Nick. do it, here. Ah,
1: it's, it's, a, it's a three-point turn.
2: Yeah. Just up a residential street. Just going to this guy's house. He's <laughs> he's <laughs> he's like, got, hey, it's Kevin Bridges. Right? <laughs> Kevin Bridges wants to do a gig in your uh,
1: <laughs> in your, your place. Um, so...
2: No, the done stores, like that first show that I done, there's some jokes in that that I obviously... When I started to stand up at 17, from Clybank, and I'm taking the piss at a working class life, but done from a point of view that it's my, it's me, it's my own friends and family I'm taking the piss at. Yeah. So I'm taking the piss at like, I used to have a joke about the visit. No, but
1: I'm not talking about you. you, you no, you but what talking I'm saying about is, your... these
2: days I don't know if I would do stuff like that. Oh, you think you'd be less comfortable because you think because people could easily go, well, he lives in a nice area, he's made money or whatever that would seem as Oh so you don't feel like you have a right to say it
1: anymore. No. Oh yeah that's interesting. Yeah. I would, I would
2: never self edit when I'm writing stuff, I would still write the same jokes, but I just don't know if I would when it came to actually is this going to make it into the show or not? When you get your stuff together, you don't have any you can of go to open mic nights with restrictions. You just need to try no matter if it's hack, just get it said and work it out. But yourself. do you never worry that But if it came to like when you get to the the coach picking your team for the tour, I don't know if I would go how would that be construed? How would yeah But do you wonder
1: that? then Do you wonder if that questioning Is a negative Because at the end of the day You're still talking about Your life experience You're talking about your childhood You're talking about those things And now suddenly Because you've been successful you, you, You're questioning How people will receive What you're saying When yeah. in actual fact It's still genuine You have a
2: right to say it You have a right to talk About your own life It's still you uh, Yeah I don't know if I would I probably wouldn't drop it Because then you're letting people Dictate what you're speaking That's what about. I mean Yeah so, so I don't think that's good But I would definitely have the The, the quandary at first I would have the yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, no, I, I know. And
1: that's, that's, I think that's always a success is a, is a quandary because it makes you start to question, you know, do you have a right to say things? Yeah. But I mean, it's your genuine life experience. Like, like the only example I could yeah. give is, uh, in my early days of comedy, cause I got, I got sober and I got clean and I was hanging out with a lot of heroin addicts that got clean and they were all from super disadvantaged lives. And I was, they were my closest friends, and I was knee-deep in yep. their stuff. And I loved the dark humor of their lives. I didn't come from it, but I had a lot of jokes about that shit in the start, and it was really funny, and it was really well-received. But now I've moved on from it just naturally. I don't see those guys as much. I don't talk about it. And again, I got that success. But at the same time, I don't regret saying those things because I think yep. it was coming from a place
2: of love. But would you say similar jokes? something from those times popped into your head or memory no the only regret honestly
1: about. the truth you want to know the truth the only regret that I have nowadays is that I didn't realise until recently how inspired I was by those guys and I kind of feel like you know you don't base your friendships on how, how it inspires you creatively but I do think wow I actually fucking learned loads from those guys <laughs> so and, and it's, it's it's kind of a pity you in go a go back and find yeah them. but success fucks you up that's actually the quandary of success is success fucks you up because it actually pulls you away from real life i guarantee feel? you you're you're yeah. more successful like you're you're, you're i'm not going to tell people how much cash you have but you're definitely better off than you used to be i bet you find it's less inspirational than the shit you grew up with uh, the experiences that you have of
2: course man that's how you need to stay close to it though like i've been i've been living at my mom and dad's for, i'm actually moving house this weekend guys. so this oh, you is,
1: live you, you live with your mom and dad
2: i've been there for the last seven months like but after, that's just Not because uh, you're in Because you're a cheap bastard Despite <laughs> all your money <laughs> <laughs> No but even then You realise how little You've changed People change towards you Definitely Like When I, I go and I walk my dog In the same streets The same parks That I've always been in Yeah Like People change As in they come up And ask for a picture of me They think it's Yeah They think it's mad That I'm in Greg or sort whatever. Of <laughs> yeah, but yeah. to me That's just the same life But you forget how People's perceptions of You've changed and Yeah So like you start, you can't help but see it from a different angle. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. But what you're saying is the heroin addicts. Would you go back and tell them they've been such an inspiration? And no, they know. They know. <laughs> they're in <laughs> the <laughs> show. Oh, right, you know, right. they're
1: yeah. They they they're my friends. They know. I mean, they, they got they were clean. I knew them in their yeah. in their recovery time. Oh, right, good. The no, clean. they know that they. I inspired thought you're just us. going. You guys no, they, are, they, they, are so they, inspirational. Honestly, yeah, yeah you, know, you guys, <laughs> yeah, thank you. I used you, but no, no, no. Actually, to be honest, <laughs> they um. I still see them they're still my friends what yep. i mean is i'm not as immersed in that oh, life of course I was you've moved on just i just busy i'm away i'm in new yep. york so uh no they always say to me like oh yeah i saw the last thing you did was great but fucking nothing like that thing you did back in that fucking joy in the hood like you know they all,
2: they <laughs> loved the
1: the real fucking Aye. you know
2: like working class shit. good That's, well i've got some people have said that to me as well they go oh, i loved your last show but i preferred when you spoke about school yeah, Level you know, but it, you got to move on to, 20, you know. I'm and 30 in and a couple of months' time. It's you kind of, you know I mean, you need to. It's finding the balance. I think as long as you're still, I don't, I don't know if the victim in your jokes is like, I done a joke about living in the posh area, and a, a guy's shouting on his dog. His dog's called Diego. So I go, are named after Maradona? And he goes, no, it's actually named after Diego Rivera, the 20th, 19th century. Mexican pro- protest painter, right? And I just said, all to say back to the guy. That. Whereas, <laughs> if he'd said Maradona, I could all oh, that would explain the sniffing and I had a laugh. So, i had done this whole big routine, but it was more like you're still laughing. Maybe you're representing your mates and anybody else, and that's who this maybe would have like if they had what had happened to me happened to them, I'd imagine Ned would still. Fuck up in the park. Try to speak to. Of course, yeah, yeah. The People Of society, and so yeah. I think as long as you're still.
1: Well, that's great. I mean, it's a great contradiction that you're you're a working class kid done well. Yeah. You know, so that's great. But so you still find inspir. You are you, still finding inspiration in. The contradiction Yourself, of think you
2: still think as long as you're still laughing at yourself. I think humility is to to write stand up. You still need to be always be prepared to be humiliated. You know what I mean? No, humiliated, but always prepared to laugh at yourself. Your reactions to different situations. Yeah. Sure. And, yeah. Yeah. I think that as long as that never goes, when you start taking yourself too serious or taking, yeah, taking comedy, you'll know that down the fringe, it's it's a hotbed for that people taking it far oh, too way fucking too serious. serious. Well, let's
1: take a break. Go All play right. some squash, and when we come back from squash, squash, we will continue our conversation. Nice one. All right, man. We're back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're laughing. All right, all right. He's laughing. I'll admit thanks. it. He's laughing because we were in the car and I was like, open and close the doors, like we're getting back in the car. I was trying to be professional there. Should we make it There's another guy here as well? Uh, no, no, sorry. There he is. So yeah, no. thanks. Hey Bob. <laughs> so uh, anyway, we've uh, we finished our game of squash and had a bite to eat, and uh, it was a masterclass,
2: class, guys. It was. Uh, I need to find a new hobby. Always happens to me. I start a new hobby with somebody on the same level, both novices, and then you go through. You start it. to think you're good. You start aye, but really you're just marginally better than shite. And then you play somebody who's played and then you just create right, so that's me. Yeah,
1: but the great thing is now you can now you can get better. I've got the hunger. It's
2: how I bounce back
1: in it. Yeah. It's how you react. I mean our, our listeners will be very eager to uh find out how you've progressed. So in a few months I'll come back to Glasgow, we'll do another podcast and we will uh We'll check out your your progress,
2: yeah. Should we make this a a quarterly thing, then?
1: Yeah, a quarterly thing. And are we allowed to say that we're going to Clydebank? Clydebank, yes. Harpgate and Clydebank. Yeah, we're not
2: going to the address. So
1: we're on our way to Clydebank. Kevin has to um, pick up his dog.
2: You're going to look like a Coke dealer arriving in this Mercedes. (laughs) Might get a new stop and search. No, it's just going to be a (laughs) classic. People are going to look at it and go...
1: That's Kevin Bridges in there. I knew he had loads of money. Oh. <laughs>
2: Sorry, my crap accent. Is is that I guess? <laughs> That's all right. Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> New York. What's Was up, baby? You yeah? taught me how to do the New York. A quarter for some water for my daughter's dog. It wasn't me. No, is that Boston? No, but hey. I just, I didn't, uh,
1: I, I don't recall hey. teaching you how to do it. You no. Know? I need a quarter. Is that right? A quarter. A quarter? A quarter. That's not bad. For some water. A quarter for some water for my
2: daughter's <laughs> dog. No, Whose who's dog like is Russian. this? Russian. I went Russian. Coffee. At the end of. <laughs> anyway, right, here we go. Coffee. Yeah. So anyway, you, you were telling me you're learning Spanish. That's right. I plan to take a year out because <clears throat> that's like twelve years or whatever I've been. When you were telling me I was a hustler for gigs, it was pretty intense. You know what I mean? So I always planned to take. Yeah, like you did. How many shows did you do on that tour? One hundred and eighty. 180 give or take one or two maybe incredible just like
1: one hour plus of comedy 180 nights a year where often you have these like rowdy crowds where there's a little bit of
2: see the problem with that is that only happened a few times like 180 dates with a couple of nights but it makes the papers these days which is a i know which is very that happens every single weekend ever in comedy you're going to have some dick. Yeah. And it's like, the one that made the paper, the one in Derry, we that, and it's not even heckling, which really annoys me when people start commenting who were well, not there. Know the people that just, on newspapers, newspaper, fucking websites or whatever.
1: Yeah, so they hear about it secondhand, and then Chinese Whispers like, oh, turns a, it into a, something a comedian
2: big. should be able to deal with a heckler. Oh! <laughs> oh. it. Fuck off, mate. <laughs> but it's like, it's not a heckle if somebody is just screaming your name. Yeah, the it's, just yeah it's, it's just distracting. Yeah, it's just distracting. And you're I'm, trying to be nice, and you're going, "All right, all right, I'm here, I'm here. Relax." Kevin, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin. I think I'm suffering for post-traumatic stress disorder for some of the just hearing your voice and that your own name. Yeah. Smoke alarm, hearing your own name. I just
0: Kevin, Kevin, Kevin.
2: So I just said, "Listen, there's nothing I can really do here. I'm going to walk off the stage until." A member of staff remove something and I'll come back on, that's it.
1: Yeah, and it's not like you're doing it because you're a dick. You're doing it because you want everyone
2: that's paid tickets I could just uh, to you, have a good show. You don't want to just see an argument you could go and see in a kebab shop or whatever. Yeah, it's just not entertaining. So, yeah. I don't get why... It, then it's on... It's because of Twitter and Facebook people are so quick to react. And it's like, oh, it, it walked off the stage. I walked off stage for like a minute. Yeah. And then came back on and finished the gig. And the gig was great. And the gig was great, but it was the first night of the run, and in a place like Derry, which is very similar to Clybank, people talk you know, it's Yes. It's a smaller place, so there's people walking up to me in the streets. Like the following day, I'm like don't you worry, she's been named and shamed. So I'm, <laughs> I'm starting, to go, Fucking hell, she's gonna get taken away in a van or something. <laughs> <You're> so <should've laughs> it was. It so You don't heckle Kevin <laughs> Bridges. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> so this was going on right everywhere I go. There was reports on the progress. Like. I thought they'd kidnapped her or something. I thought she was in a warehouse. So, uh, i just followed this yeah, up if you're up. all right. I fucked up. So what I said was, I researched with the promoters of Decent Charity and it was Children in the Cross File, which helps people with kids affected by wars and stuff. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just said, why don't I give the proceedings of that night to a charity? And then I said this on stage, so I was like, so whenever you see this woman, let her know that something good came of this and there's no hard feelings, as if, like, get off her case a little bit as well. It's, she was drunk, I've been drunk, everyone's... It's happened yeah, before. Yeah, it's not a big we'll leave deal. leave it at that. Because there's talk of her getting sacked or whatever, and it's like, Really? I, well, if you listen to the shit on, online... So, something good came of that, but then it's, like, donated the takings to the chat after a ruined gig, and then there's people going, well, he should have refunded the people who were there. And oh, it's like,
1: God, I've been such so... a... People love drama, man. I think the
2: lesson is get off the internet, man. That's you gotta healthy. stay off. I'm trying man. to stay off that.
1: Well, I remember when you you broke out big once and we were in Lilies in Dublin, and it was after you'd become like a superstar. And I remember saying to you, bro, don't fucking read about yourself. And I never did, except
2: that <laughs> night. <laughs> no, I think you can read and then you overdose and you eventually genuinely stop caring. Yeah. You really do stop. Because
1: you do take it on
2: sometimes. Like nobody's impervious
1: then. to like letting some asshole's opinion get in your brain that's
2: true but it's dangerous in the positive sense as well like you, you've done shows I've done shows you came off stage, you're not happy with the show you can go on and read great comments and convince yes, yourself and convince it was good yes convince yourself it was good yeah no 100% just trust well, yourself well that's it if you
1: believe the bad ones if you believe the good ones you gotta believe the bad ones so it's better not to look at it because at the end of the day You've done 180 gigs on that tour, but you've done thousands of gigs in your career. You know that sometimes they're just not great. Sometimes it's you. Sometimes it's the crowd. Sometimes it's the venue. Sometimes it's an unfortunate situation that happens. It's just the nature of the beast. So there's that's no it. point in getting
2: thinking about it too so, much. <clears throat> that was like four or five times. And then the one guy in Glasgow that was like... He was Another try, big... Trying tr- to get a, a photograph during the show. Oh, yeah. That that way, were, I, remember, I read about that oh one. Oh, my yeah. God, man. There was two young girls came up. Fair enough. That's what That's what happens the 18, nine-year-olds want selfies or whatever. Yeah. During the gig, so you make a joke about that, I'm kind of busy at the minute and whatever. Yeah. Then a grown, a grown guy, like an adult male, approaches the stage wanting me to get a picture and then it's like you can't work his phone or this shit. But There's 10,000 people staring at you like, waiting for a show. Yeah. So I went, fuck off me. Like, then it's, the guy starts going, you forgot where you came from. <laughs> went, Fucking hell. <laughs> so I know, then, it's
1: terrible though, isn't it? Because it's like, the guy is just ruining the show for everybody. Like it's just like you. F- <laughs> it's, it's like you forgot where you came from. It's like no, I promise you, bro. Even where I came from, we knew how to fucking behave. I know. You know. Absolutely. You know. I, like I, you don't fucking take your cock out at Christmas dinner. Just, and like you, 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 you know, like <laughs> like you, you, what you're doing is not cool. It doesn't matter where the fuck you're from. You're being a dick.
2: I know. No. Ah, oh, you came home after some of the nights, just going. That was staggering. But then. Like everybody else is amazing And the show's for I know They went well it's Incredible fun. tour I had a great tour But just so, okay, one or so two If something happens these days It's going to be in the papers That's something you need So when you were done You were
1: fucking wrecked You were like I, I need I was, a break From fucking performance I thought this
2: is the year To take a break Just to get Everything else sorted So I sold my My house I was living in Moved back in with my parents And I decided That's right what you were saying About learning Spanish I went I went to college in Madrid for six weeks. Oh, you actually went to Spain and did, Aye. like, an immersion course. Uh, just, I googled it. I got 4.6 out of 5 on Google reviews, the college course. So that was, <laughs> that was good enough for me. So now, so you dismiss some reviews,
1: but you believe in your 4.6 <laughs> stars on Google. Was that Steve Bennett gave it those? <laughs> <or>? <laughs>
2: uh, so I went over there. It was, like, five hours a day, I think it was. Um, and a class of eight people. It was pretty surreal at first because I had to invent like a backstory for myself hey can I just
1: I, I don't want to ruin you're the right, flow, right, you're alright you're flying here but can you tell me where this area is this is uh, Knightswood this is called Knightswood so with Glasgow people that are listening to this they will know where we are right
2: now yes we're well, just on so the Great y- Western Road you've forgotten where you've come from no have a fuck Knightswood over your right Old Oldham Chapel <laughs> I remember exactly where I've came from here so anyway so Cycl- you <laughs> went you went to Madrid yes well done cyclist he thought he was going to go for it I yeah. went to Madrid I and you need to introduce yourself in the class I was like shit what am I going to say here and you don't know where anybody's from because nobody's spoken yet and you've not had yeah. their names you're just looking going he's, he looks as if he's British he looks as if he's Irish you know you're waiting to see yeah. who's who, who might recognise you or whatever oh yeah of course Yeah, you're a little paranoid but fortunately I was to go at the end so it was all like Russians they did an interesting mix an Austrian a Russian couple of Americans and somebody from Syria so right, cool, and me. So it was fucking great. You can just beat anybody. So I thought I better say like I'm. So, I don't want to say I'm a stand up comedian. So I said that was. Yeah,
1: a, I had to do that when I was doing Chinese. I always said <laughs> I'm
2: a stand up comedian, but like it just no. ends up being super oh, complicated. Horrible. horrible. Um, so what did you say? Well, he had <clears> to do that in Spanish, obviously. You know he speak English in the class. All right. So say it. Well, I knew I was. Uh, I knew Graham Hunter You know the sports journalist, Spanish periodista, De football. Football, so I knew that was a sports on a football journalist, right? So I just sort of stole his life. <laughs> I said, it's uh, <laughs> oh. <Yeah, that's> good,
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kevin's worried about traffic. <laughs> uh,
2: this guy's driving like a maniac here. No, my name uh, is Kevin, uh, soy de Escocia. So de Escocia? I'm L- of Scotland. Oh, okay, So I don't know, you'll, you'll have somebody commenting. So oh yeah, his, whatever. His <laughs> grammar, his grammar there is flawed. <laughs> <laughs> what regional fair uh, Spain is that, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> so I had to say I was a sports journalist, right? And then I was sorry, it was. So how, how do
1: you say I am a sports journalist?
2: A periodista del football. <laughs> so a period guy, a periodista must be a journalist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I stole Graham Hunter's life for six weeks, but um, the following Monday, you need to do this every Monday because new people start in the class on Mondays. A Moroccan dude starts who is like a football fanatic, right? So oh, it's okay. too late for me to change my story. So I need to stand up the following Monday. Chico DS, Gossier, Pirodista del Football, this guy gets a fucking hard on about this, right? Like, <laughs> lunchtime, he's asking me, So who do you write for? Oh, well, it's always been my dream to be a sports, I'd love to you know, To get paid to watch football, it's be amazing. You're going, Ah, oh, it's good, mate, it's brilliant. And he's he's gone, Where can I see your match reports? And I was like, oh, it's not really like online stuff, alright, mate. It's more like uh, just print media. And he goes, alright, oh, they don't have an online website. And I was like, no, no, no. So it was uh, I get, I was in, trapped in a web of lies. This is in Spanish, by the way. Like the breaks, broken Spanish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a web of lies. So it was quite stressful at the breaks. But um, I graduated in the course. It was good. What'd you get? Uh you just get a certificate to say you've done it. So. But what was your grade? That's it? No, no grade. A, I've get I'm qualified in A1 Spanish. Oh, good for you. Which means you can get
1: Do you think you could
2: uh tell a joke in Spanish? Um potentially. I don't think I'd be able build like what you had done and I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass because you're dropping me off mum and dads and <laughs> uh, that did, that was impressive, like beyond to learn Chinese anyway, to a level to learn that language that's must be one of the most difficult languages, surely. Chinese Japanese must be. Nah, yeah, up.
1: it was tough, but it would still be tough in it's Spanish tough. too. But Spanish is still
2: a Latin language, is it? it's still yeah. Like, how do you say a sports journalist? So okay, in Chinese?
1: so so let me ask you. I I actually don't know. You don't the no you you don't jiju. Oh,
2: no, I <laughs> don't know if you're just being yeah, racist. No, no, is you that, don't. Is that right?
1: You don't. You don't jiju. Yeah yeah, 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 like sports journalist. There you go. You don't jiju.
2: Okay, so, but um. But to go and do that, so I don't think I could ever perform because I think when you watch some of the guys from abroad to perform in English when they need to think on their feet. I mean, you must be having to translate and yeah, your head tough. first yeah, and then. That's so that's so, but,
1: but did you... Because, like, when I first... My first six weeks in China was the most inspirational for the fish-out-of-water material. Yeah. Like, the material where I could say to Western people, this is what it's like. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Did Did you... Was there any, like, stuff straight away that you were like, this is funny, like, learning Spanish, missing, you know, misunderstandings? Like, was there anything oh, that jumped I out at you? because you
2: start to learn... It's almost like you're it's the first time I've been in an educational sort of base since school really so you're trying to look comedy you're learning stuff obviously but it's through your own terms and, but actually having a teacher and so you learn different techniques of learning like the one I was saying somebody tweeted the clip I think I'd mentioned it on 8 out of 10 cats or whatever was like um, the thing you need to lose in your brain as you'll know is translating literally so I was trying to buy a clothes horse for my flat in the first week Yeah. so I'm just thinking like right, cloves and horse Little ropa is clothes and horse is a caballo. So I'm thinking, just like need a yeah. caballo para la ropa. I need a horse for my clothes. <laughs> so I walk into a shop, kind of knowing this is going to be wrong, but it'll thinking be... it'll be enough to get what you need. Aye, I thought they would know. never yeah. have a clothes horse. Do you call it that in America? I guess. I don't know. Ireland. In America, like... we we it's not just Scottish. I, Irish would say a clothes horse, wouldn't they? You're talking huh?
1: about where you where you hang your clothes to aye, dry. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah, to be honest, man, in America, you just use the dryer nowadays. <laughs> ah, well, f- forget, man, you'll run we- the world. It's <laughs> so far ahead. So you went in but and
2: you said... I'm looking for a horse for my clothes. And what did they say? I just thought I was uh, weird, though. I just get a really...
1: Oh, they didn't even laugh? They didn't no, even no, no, know. no. They didn't even... See, that's the thing where people fail to understand sometimes is that they wouldn't even... No, no, that was called because a clothes, clothes horse is Aye. nothing. Like they wouldn't say, Oh, of course, he's looking for a clothes horse. They would just be like, What the fuck is this guy doing? So they've about? literally
2: just seen a guy come in, pale white skinned.
1: Have you, for a horse? have you
2: got a horse for my clothes? <laughs> I even got somebody, like, somebody was like putting cigarettes in the cigarette but Even they sort of kneeled up to get a look at me, <laughs> just to put a face to the. False. What the fuck is this guy? I
1: know, because it's such an odd thing to say. It's almost like one of those things that you would see
2: on impractical jokers, where they make you say stupid shit. Uh, it was something like, and I just had to, you smoke. know, tranquilo, uh, tranquilo. Uh, was that I just? Left? No problem. So I think maybe they thought I was going to come back with a firearm or something. I left attention in the room, in the shop. Right, that's my mum and dad's to the right, and then I left. But we can, we can ah, we'll talk a bit longer. We can. Uh,
1: we'll talk a bit longer. You know, I mean, we've we've arrived. Should we? We should, or we could take your dog for a walk. But I'd be worried about the wind. So, okay, he's letting me go. This guy. Nice so, uh, all oh right. Mean? So you See really I mean? did. Good people. You really did.
2: Grow up in like a not too fancy neighborhood. Are you saying? Um, is this the way of saying somebody's phoning? Helping. He just lives up there. Should we be going. Oh, you want to go meet <laughs> a friend of yours? <laughs> His dog's bonkers. He's got a German Shepherd. Oh come
1: on, let's go get him. Let's go get him. That's perfect. And it's gonna sound like this was <laughs> made up, but he literally just called. Answer the phone, and we'll oh, go I get him.
2: the call. I try to slide. Oh. And my dad's just taken, the dog is good, just had her on the banking. That's what we call that grassy, but I don't know why. Yeah. Going to pick Paddy up, that's what he calls my mum, Patricia, Paddy. But we'll be back in time. There we go. Oh, that's perfect. There we go, a bit to To two magpies. He lives up to the left there, but okay. you need to go in there. I don't even know if he's in his house as well.
1: Oh, I'll give him a call there and see what the crack is, and then we'll... we'll. Oh, so this is like a proper council estate, that's what you grew up in.
2: Aye, I never really knew it was, you know what I
1: mean? Yeah. You yeah, just where
2: everybody grew up, no?
1: No, I think it's great, man. I mean, I'm not, I'm not judging it, but it's, you know, no, it's the real it. deal. I mean, if <laughs> if I saw your life today, I would assume that you'd forgotten where you came from.
2: Alright, know just takes me, no plans, mate. What he's talking about the Celtic game. Celtic are playing Applewell Beer Shiva. Yeah, in the, Israel tonight. The, the Applewell Beer Shiva. Yeah. Big team. I don't know. I don't think we should be disrespectful until the game's finished. No. Um. You yeah. don't want to get fined. Ah, uh, that's right. You Palestine know? flag. Yeah, for Palestine Let's not go there, flag. man. Rewind. Yeah, hey, he's... He'll be all shit. He'll be too nervous, not that. Oh, really? We'll just leave that. Uh, leave it, yeah. Aye. No problem. Cool. So, uh... So we're parked up. Where is it? Yeah, us?
1: we're literally rolled up. Gilmore Avenue. Uh, yeah. So... Did, did I play Kirby?
2: <laughs> you
1: <were> <laughs> No, I, in Ireland I played. That was like an Irish... That was like an Irish game. see. You know, because, like, the, uh, our streets were a bit big. I think it's... Tri- oh, so... It's yeah, we didn't it play cards. We used to play stoop ball, which is
2: sort of like that a little bit. Was stoop ball? Well, you know what a stoop is? A stoop, like as in you sit on your stoop. Like, yeah, keep.
1: like the steps leading up to your house. Right. So we would play stoop ball. Oh, well, this is New York. Yeah.
2: Oh, I know what a stoop. I thought you meant in Ireland. Oh yeah, stoop. no.
1: In New York, we play stoop ball. Right. Uh, which was different but similar in that it was all about trying to get your ball to hit the corner of the stoop to go as far back as possible. Different distances That's with different scores, but. Obviously, the curbs. You call it Kirby in Ireland. They call it curbs. So that was the thing where you're trying to you're trying to throw the ball onto the and you need to get it to come back to come back to. You and if you catch it, then you can you go do in like, the middle. And yeah, you can, you can do
2: as many as you can or whatever. And then you get more rules as well. If you got a car was passing. And you got it over the car and onto the curb on the other side. Oh, that was like a bonus. No, it was oh, the well that, that, that's a real evolution. <laughs> yeah, I never <laughs> but played, but it was a high risk game because you could easily damage the guy's car, or it could be a maniac's car, or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah, it could be some, some like big shot, big ass. Some ask. lunatic. Uh, but that's the problem. was you What were the cars, man? It's terrible. All these two-car families are killing Scottish. Yeah, companies. you can't play curbs no. anymore because all these people have money now. The facilities.
1: Yeah, this is. You see, this is. Death. I mean, I
2: talk a lot about the,
1: joking around, I talk a lot about the difference between growing up years ago and growing up now. Do you right. think as many
2: kids play out here nowadays? Nah, I don't think they play any games now, do they? There's two kids up there. <laughs> Let's go roll up on the kids.
1: <laughs> hey, kids, come here. <laughs> What's your life like nowadays? You know what it was like in the late 80s?
2: <laughs> it's an easy thing to say to them, though, but how good are PlayStation games? This guy here walking past, yeah. he never, ever picks up that dog shite. And oh that's un- it's terrible. We, 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 I know we won't because then he'll talk about you. I will roll no, don't up shit him right. over, man, because it's yeah. I, I'm I'm too feel too passionate about it because when you start picking up yours, you get resentful if you ever stand on a dog shit oh, as yeah. somebody who picks up dog shit. I've stood on two or three. Hours.
1: LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
2: Has, how, do you, has how, can you, how can you know that it's his dog? Shit. I've seen it. I have took it pretty sort of, i I've scoped the guy, I actually watch. Like I've seen him I've seen his dog take a shit and I memorized the sort of the Wow, te- and he doesn't pick it up? Never. And I've seen him co- three or four times recently. Just walking right past it. Well that's inexcusable. It is inexcusable. So I don't think the guy cares, that's the worst What? Thing. I don't think the guy cares. I don't think he cares. I think he's I know, I don't understand, understand people. I don't understand people sometimes. I really don't. Should we go and pull them up? I think your accent would be good. A good I'd react. love to,
1: but I know there'd be too much. There'd be too much <laughs> to come back on you,
2: you know. Yeah, yeah exactly. no,
1: there'd be too anyway. much to come back on you. So, so now that you're you're done your break and you're learning Spanish, like what are you well, gonna I, do? I've
2: done that, and then I've enjoyed being back at my mum and dad's. Good spending a bit of time with them. I've done a wee bit of
1: like you're literally living with your parents. Literally living in with the parents. estate. Well, I've actually
2: get, I got the keys last night to my new place, so. I'd imagine in a week or two weeks I'll be back up in the nice the nice But, but I've loved it it's good seeing all your mates again and um, what else have we been been playing squash no but what, like when you're
1: living at home like
2: yeah. you got your own room and everything uh, of course
1: oh that's great you're back in the room that uh, you grew I've up in Sky in the room and everything oh get everything and like <laughs> what about like money wise like you make more money than your parents nowadays so like do you help
2: out nah they no, don't charge me for digs now. They don't charge you for digs. <laughs> no, I think I sorted that out, man. But um, no, they've been good. They've, it's what is weird is like, when you when you've had experience of living on your own or whatever, and then you come back to your parents. They just constantly think there's something up with you, that like, you're having a hard time or whatever. Because you'll come in and just go to your room. Yeah. yeah. Like, Kevin is if it's not right? you know you can talk. You can talk. <laughs> you know, like, just want a bit of space, and then you start feeling bad for like.
1: Dismissing them, they're only worried about you. But I like, know, but that is weird because when I'm back in New York, sometimes I stay with my mom, and then or like Aiden, Aiden will stay with my mother, and then she'll call me and she'd be like, I mean, Aiden didn't get back until like three in the morning last <laughs> night, and I'll be like, yeah, man, I mean, whatever, he'll do whatever he wants. Aiden didn't come home last night. Like she'll Aiden. call me like, Aiden didn't come home last night, and I'm calling him and he's not picking up. I was like, man, he probably met a girl, and his battery ran out and he can't charge his phone. Uh, You You need to explain
2: everything. You need to explain where you're going as well.
1: Yeah, that's the weird... Yeah, so I've noticed that too. My mum's like, just let me know where you are and just make sure you let me know you're okay. It's like, and what about the 360 days of the year where (laughs) you're not worrying about me (laughs) because I'm doing my own thing? Like, why is today the day where something's going to happen? It's it's weird, right?
2: It's been... And some of the stuff that frustrates you, they've got Sky, and my dad will never know you can just go through the planner, just pressing the down. He goes down every every individual channel you're on just like look at the screen, decide if there's any of those 10 channels on display with something you want to watch, and then just press the big channel button and you can go to the next page. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if I've explained that well. No, but, but I mean, you sound a little sky- OCD to me, ah, I know no, you sky mean. Sky user, but rather than just watching something, channel, channel, channel. I know, but my dad, wipe the whole my dad
1: was like that. He called it the flicker. I think right. I actually, I think I, I, the last interview I did with Sarah Kendall, I, I told the, I said that my dad used a flicker, but he was the same, he he had to go down through the channels. I mean, he wasn't on the planner, but he would literally have to flick through the channels. He couldn't just like jump. See, I'm just,
2: there's a, one you can just wipe out 10 channels. At, I no, think. I know what you mean. Yeah. And you say, have a look. It's and then. Maybe it's just having your own sky system going on. Yeah. Your own technique. So what are the remote.
1: frustrating things about living at your parents?
2: Um, That's about it I don't want to trash talk No them. come it's on We're having a laugh <laughs> It's no big deal I don't nice. want to trash talk them now I mean I've made a career Out of talking <laughs> shit About my childhood no, I no. wrote a book I wrote a book <laughs> About my childhood no, Now
1: all of a sudden You're not going to trash talk
2: them Nah no, I don't want to trash talk them Man they're good It's been It's been good been back but And they feel? never wanted to move though right They never wanted to the what They didn't want to move No they're No They were They've. I was born in that gaff like, Well When I was two years old we left in the flat right behind that oh you guys were in the flats originally
1: the ones that that we see at the start there's like
2: five or six of them the same sort of build. you got that flat oh, yeah. there it's the same thing but up there so that's where for my mum and dad and my brother John lived in the flat Yeah. and when I was born my grander Tommy and my nana lived in the house that we live in now so they oh. swapped because they had the extra bedroom so just a quick
1: oh, oh so you, you, your, your grandparents went into the flat then
2: they went into the flat so and, are, are and they I've been in there ever since are they still alive or not no, no, they both. both. Uh, my granddaughter, Tommy, died when I was f- four, I think. Oh, right. My nana died when I was, like, one, and my dad's dad, my John, Johnny, died when I was two. So as soon as I was born, everybody just died. It's <laughs> unfortunate. Bad luck. Yeah, <laughs> you brought the consumption <laughs> or something like
1: that. One in, three out, man. So are your parents, like, tenants, or they own the house?
2: Yeah, uh, they own the house now. Oh, ah,
1: right, that. yeah. So this, back in the day, was a council place, but most people have bought their places?
2: Aye, I'd say so. I think everybody in the streets probably bought their places. And I've well, my mum and dad. I, I said to them, if you want to move, and they just said, no, they're happy here, and they know everybody here. Yeah. But they've got a wee extension. They've got a downstairs toilet. Oh, <laughs> they've <have> got a downstairs <laughs> toilet,
1: yeah? and they got the extension? Come and see it. Yeah, well, we'll go up now in a minute. I mean, I'm not going to like walk in on your parents while we're
2: recording the podcast. No. Have you ever done anything with your parents, like on TV or on the radio? i they've done a few things. They've done my... The show we done about five years ago, based on my first sort of stand up DVD, we went sort of behind the jokes. Oh, really? So I used to have the oh, jokes of cool. me and my dad watching Sky TV together. So he had to. I don't know if you've ever seen that routine. No. It was like how you could watch Sky in the bedroom, but only what the person in the living room was watching. That's right, yeah, yeah, so yeah. So Saturday nights, my dad's watching Match of the Day, and I go to bed, and I know he's going to change the channels to like. The dirty stuff? The high 9, nine zero. so Nines, you're <laughs> waiting on his first number. Come on, dad, give me a 999905. <laughs> nine the 10 minute free view goes on. <laughs> so I don't know this joke. But my, so was, I was asking my dad how he felt about that routine. And he's just going, What oh, I loved about that son was your closing line was you're a dirty bastard, Andy. That's his name. Yeah. But I love you. And it just goes, oh, I see it he filled loved his that. heart with pride. Even though I was calling him a fucking deviant. But he's still seen the funny side and the, the touching side.
1: Yeah. Well, but that's great. Oh, but that's cool. Like you. So he's happy to Well, be he involved. came to the
2: first ever gig. We, we drove up from there. From here Up to the stand Oh your actual First first ever gig It wasn't the plan Even to tell them I was trying stand up But the stand Had emailed saying "Eh, We've seen you You're only 17 So you need to bring uh, An adult A parent or guardian Really? So I had to take My old man up Wow And he drove me up But he fucking loved it And I'm glad he went Because Oh he was into it? uh, The first gig was Went really I don't know, it'd probably be shit. Like the material was probably terrible and yeah, all that. Yeah, but you were just a natural. I remember just getting laughs and it was just like fucking hell, this is nuts. Wow. So I wish I was glad somebody was there to witness it because I'd have been home and went, Oh, it's great, that's me a comedian now but and yeah. then like, I mean Whatever.
1: I actually didn't want to ask you about all that stuff because I figured you've answered it a million times. But I, no, I, no. I I forgot that you I actually forgot that you started that young.
2: I know. That's, so you had to bring your dad. I had to bring him along and then Can you remember what you said at all? I re- probably remember the whole routine. Because I get in and they just said, you're the guy. So that's what I was getting referred to the whole night. So you're the guy that's 17. What, like the kid, basically? Yeah. Open spot. But I was What night of the week? A Tuesday night. February the 10th, 2004. Wow. That was my first date. Are well,
1: you're doing 12 years already. 12 years. Wow. February 10th, 2004. And you walk into the stand with your dad. And,
2: and, and then I got warned under no circumstances have I be sold alcohol. And there was actually a notice up just saying one of the we've got an underage performer this evening make sure. So that really? was, my opening line was I just get sold a pint at the bar, so get it up you, get it up you's like in your face or whatever. But there's a gesture, you know, the international sort of gesture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put yeah. your left hand on your right bicep and, yeah. and slam it up. I remember doing And that. they were <laughs> loving that. The crowd were loving it. Local boy, local Glasgow
1: boy, get it up you! Yeah. they are all like, come on! But, yeah. Oh yeah, so that was but, like, that gig was made to be ripped. But at,
2: the, at the time when you look back and you see it for what it was, it's, it's not the greatest stand up but a laugh's a laugh and I think that's because I never knew how to write material I ru- literally wrote just like hello on a bit of paper and I never had a line first I was just like I had some ideas like stuff that I thought would be funny to say and then I walked in and the guys I thought it would be quite funny just came into my head I was like fuck it just try it but I think that's I wish I wish that night I was speaking to somebody after the gig and I was just going to uh, I need other numbers to phone other gigs, and he's going hey, phone this guy Saturday night. You can get a spot, and I was like, right, and uh, I need to do like, new stuff. And he goes, no, no, I just do the same. I wish that guy never told me that. Do you know what I mean? Like, I wish I never knew that you had to do. You, you could do the same routine again. Oh, you know right. what I mean? Why you wish you did like, it different every time at the I, beginning? I, just to see how far I would get, because at the time you're, you don't know. You're not trying to craft a joke or make something. Yeah, yeah. You didn't know what you you're were doing anyway. You're just writing. You're just trying yeah. it, and I mean, I wish I'd never. I don't know. I yeah. think you can get back to like growing in free flowing and stuff, but that's just comes to confidence and being known and skilled and you know you know what you're doing now. But I wish at the time I could just I tried a different set every single gig. And god, the guy,
1: the guy that was following you, the fucking newcomer, 17 year old, was probably thinking this bastard <laughs> like getting laughed <left> for nothing. <laughs> I gotta follow this oh, bullshit.
2: I, I had some good routines though. In the end, I done a whole bit about being 17. Yeah. Old enough to have sex, too young to watch porn. So I had some angles not to talk yeah, about. Yeah. Some oh, was, was alright, man. Talking about how, like, I can't get any action. I'm not, I'm a legal out of. I think I used to go, like, oh, you can probably tell by looking at me, I don't really get my fair share of the action because I was about 18 stone. I had, like, my hair oh, gelled you forward. You were fat back in the day? Uh, I was big, guy, yeah, 18, 19 stone, maybe. Really? Uh, I was a big guy, a big dude. Oh. I had my hair gelled forward, not at like the fringe. Like, going to court, sort of thing. Yeah, on, yeah. On yeah. a minor offence. had that sort of haircut. And I, I remember having a silver chain that I got for Christmas. It was that,
1: a, it was, that was actually your style. You didn't was, put it on to just, look like a chap. Well, this
2: is me dressed up. But I thought, <laughs> so you well, really did look like you are going to court. Well, it. I had Timberland boots that I'd never, ever worn. So I thought, hey, it's a big deal, man. Performing, I'll get the Timberland boots on. I'll put jeans on. Like yeah. je- Jeans, I feel as if I'm dressed up here. Jeans and a polo, that's an, e- an effort. Rather than going on with like... Oh, yeah, jeans and a shirt, shirt with the Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and the Timberlands. So I had a white T-shirt that looked quite smart. And uh, I put my chain on it, that was it. I looked. I think they thought I was there to like... Like know. as a character. Maybe there was some middle-class student just going, on this yeah, guy's totally like, yeah, stole my yeah, axe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can we go on at separate sections? Because I might be a bit of crossover. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm, I'm a, uh, doing the
1: whole chav thing tonight. Are you doing your?
2: Are you doing your chav stuff? It's like,
1: no, no. I, I I'm just a kid. So I'm a kid from Kaibang, man.
2: So I uh, see how it worked when I look back. Like the crowd obviously just took to that sort of, the rawness, maybe. And then yeah. Like, and then you're living your dream, man. It's like you wanted to go on and try it, and you've tried it. So whatever happened that night, you've, you've done it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, fortunately, it went well.
1: My first gig wasn't like that. My my first gig unfortunately was like in Cork. So people didn't uh people didn't know how to like do open spots. You know, it was right. like a, a
2: headline oh, So you something. just get put on in a lineup. Like, no, because the guy was or like,
1: "Yeah, I'll give you a spot in 2 weeks you do 20 minutes." First gig, 20 minutes. You done in 20 minutes? Yeah, but like loads of it was rubbish, but I got away with it. But you like, still stood
2: up for 20 minutes? Like, yeah,
1: it was in 20 minutes, impressive. the first gig. But then later on, I was in like a like two months later when I was in Dublin, they were like, go to five. Uh. You know? <laughs> hey. But also similar this. to you, different but similar. You were 17 from Glasgow, you get up, you're like, get it up, yeah, and then everyone's like, yeah. So for me, the first time I went to Dublin to the comedy cellar, I got up, I'm this guy from New York, everybody thinks, that I'm just like some American guy vis- visiting comic. And then I come up and I'm like, fucking Dublin, uh, you, you know, know fucking cock-like. And they're like, holy <laughs> shit, this is incredible. You know, so like, again.
2: You think you've done your homework? Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. You think like, wow, I'm fucking,
2: I'm the funniest guy ever. Did you mention that, that you lived there, or did you just say like?
1: Yeah, I mean, I had, it didn't matter. I mean, it was just funny like. funny if it you mean, said
2: you just flew in. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, spent it, the it, afternoon in your city. Trust me, people still
1: <laughs> felt that. People thought that I was pretending, you know, it doesn't matter. But uh, but it's funny those first gigs you can just get away on pure personality if you have it that is
2: but you just wonder like the audiences are not not going to change so you wonder if, how much of that you could retain I mean when you lose some of that when you start going I think it's important to be a bit of a comedy sort of not a snob but a bit like you, well, it's good you, to have standards ah uh, you know when something's obvious or something's been done or if you like I remember my third or fourth gig uh, in the state bar in Glasgow. The guy who compared it, Billy Bonkers, that was his name. That's what he called himself. Yeah. Because I never told any of my mates. See, my mate that just phoned there. He never knew I was doing stand up. So I had this secret life going on. So they'd be sitting, see what just happened there. He phoned me. Yeah. I'd be sitting with them playing the PlayStation or whatever, and it would just flash up on my phone, Billy Bonkers calling. So I never knew, like, who the fuck's Billy Bonkers, <laughs> man? <laughs> like, let me speak <laughs> to him. And I, and I'm like, keep my mates it's about a bit of job. And they're like, a fucking joke, like, as if that was. W- as if you go to the site. I or something, right? Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You
1: go to work on the sites with Billy Bonkers. I'm going to be an admin assistant with Billy Bonkers. Like,
2: <laughs> so I thought all these guys calling. So and he booked me and um, he said, Listen, i wondering if you could do 10 minutes. So that gave me an excuse. I've always written, like, always, like, even before I tried stand up, I still took notes or funny thoughts or no way of you performing them. Just, I don't know, I just enjoyed it. It was therapeutic, yeah. whatever you want to say. So um, it gave me an excuse to go and try and go through these pads and find other shit and uh, I had a routine about going to the ice cream van to buy my dad's cigarettes, right? That used to be allowed back in... Yeah, sure, yeah. We used to do that too. Easy. And the guy goes, what cigarettes? And I'd look at the warnings and it would be like, smoking when pregnant seriously harms your baby or like, smoking can reduce your sperm count or cause lung cancer. So I'd always be like, give me the ones that will harm his baby because... That's me. No, no, no. I'd be like, the joke would be, it's not going to have any effect on my dad because he's never... He's never going to be pregnant, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's a nice enough joke, but it yeah. turns out Bill Hicks done the same joke. Really? I'd never seen, but I'd never heard of Bill Hicks. I'd never seen stand up. So this guy, Billy Bonkers, goes, that's a Bill Hicks routine. Like, quite angry. Not accusatory, but more, I knew that it was, it wasn't lifted or anything. It was just like the two of us had thought of the same thing. Because I did used to go to the ice cream van and I did have, have that thought. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll never do that joke again. And that's the first time I realise you need to watch what you're saying, you need to see. So I'd have an idea for a joke. And being quite a harsh critic to myself, I would always go, oh, somebody's probably done that. So I would Google it, I would ask every comedian. I'd You really get comedy guys that just show up at the clubs every night. Yeah, they, yeah, don't, yeah. N- they don't perform comedy, but they've seen like so many gigs. Yeah, sure. Like comedy, sort of groupie or whatever. Oh, like. so you'd check with them. You'd check with them, who's done this. And they'd be like, no, 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 nobody. And you're like, fuck it, I'm just going. So I learned pretty early on you have to get something...
1: Yeah, you learn that there's a craft to it. And that,
2: yeah, you got to watch what
1: you're saying. and Yeah, but that's good. But it's also good not to lose the natural thing that you had that exactly. first time it's you walked on stage, which is, I mean, whatever. Some people say it's an X factor. Your personality just suits the stage, that you maintain that the whole yep. time, that sense of wonder or whatever. Aye, definitely,
2: but it only gets you so far, doesn't it? And it's, people always used to say to me, I don't know if it was just a Scottish thing because you were 17 and doing well at these gigs. They'd always be like, oh, about, what, what the fuck's he going to do when he turns 18? And you're like, well, I don't know. I mean, oh, they it, think that it was just a gimmick. They were so trying stuff to suggest spins? it was just ah, yeah, a gimmick. exactly. But as soon as I got 18, I never even mentioned my age again. I was only 17 I mentioned it because I could do the routine about old enough to have sex, young to buy porn and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So, But, like,
1: you've you've always had people from the... get Because you had a very early major success also. Not, not at 17, but, like, very quickly in terms of comedy time of doing yep. gigs, you were, like, a megastar. Aye. So you've always at every junction you've had people suggesting that you're getting away with murder. Like right. like eventually people have to just accept, no, nah, this is a fucking funny motherfucker who's exceptionally talented and he's just a natural. But you will always, you seem aye, to aye, always aye, have people aye, trying to trying course, to make aye. it seem like I know. you know, you're lucky or
2: something. But the ones that actually came up with me the scene that even in Glasgow I realized I was headlining the stand at weekends like 19 or whatever. Yeah. Like I was playing. I was playing the comedy store at London, like weekend gigs at twenty twenty one or whatever. Yeah. And so they knew I was selling tickets, and glass. I was doing solo shows at the comedy festival every single year, and it got. To, I was building up a following myself. Yes. So it was always headed that way, and then obviously when I done the comedy the road, road show and live at the Apollo, boom. Then you get the DVD deal, which is fucking. I just thought it was hilarious, even talking in their sort of terms. like Yeah. Universal pictures are on the phone. You're like, it's just fucking. You need to laugh at it. It's just crazy. So you go and record the DVD, 10,000 tickets go on sale to the SECC, and then they sell it because people like your stuff. And that would be a problem, and it would come if the show was not good enough. Because I'd done all these solo shows every year, I'd so much material there. So I you were just ready. I, I could yeah. bin the stuff I'd done on the Apollo, the stuff I'd done on the road show, totally burn it out and rip it. And then go out with the stuff ready. that people still quote today and I mean, as soon as that's done they're like right you need to go into it again and it just gets like when 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 do you make it when yeah. does it get easy it just gets harder and harder but it yeah. gets more enjoyable and you push yourself on so i, need, I ever, need this year back just to sort of reassess
1: yeah do you ever feel and, like you've fucking just drawn from the well too much there's nothing left like you don't have enough reality left in your life to be funny no
2: nah, no nah, never because even some routines i done last year on tour, I'd written them like seven years ago and never performed them. Yeah, like and then just they came to, to life. you just see them on a notepad and you just go right, this could work here. Like well, I had an idea when you go on Wikipedia, sometimes you try to read about a subject and you can only get as far as the first word that's highlighted in blue. Then you click on. Then it you and click on that to read about that subject, right? <laughs> yeah. So I ain't getting on stage and just saying, no, "Oh, does anybody ever go on Wikipedia and, and click on the that would sound pretty lame and shite." So I just but I kept that note there, and then see the. The thing I said about that dog Diego, I actually Googled Diego Rivera on Wikipedia. I'm reading about the guy. Diego Rivera was a Mexican painter known for his large wall works in the style of fresco. I don't know what fresco meant, so I clicked on the blue. So I thought, if I can work this into a whole big routine and really tap into people's sort of attention deficit disorder that they've got through modern technology yeah. and websites like Wikipedia. So I'm clicking on fresco. Fresco is a technique of mural painting executed upon wet or freshly laid lime plaster. Lime plasters and blue You click on that Then it's like The side of the computer Is like 10 celebrities You didn't know were gay You click <laughs> on that And it Like do you have it And then you're taking The ADD test And so So i will try to work up This whole big routine At a fast pace To yeah. make it seem Like an online Sort of meltdown Yeah So you're combining The uh, Wikipedia S- and South Park
1: did that You know that right oh, Did they? <laughs> <laughs> did they honestly? No? Did they do they something? Did, like that? They did They yeah. did What? Just about how Fuck But it was different But it was like they keep going to the computer to look something up that is related to the fact that everyone's being controlled. So they go on the computer and like next thing they know, next thing they know, they're like buying sneakers. But it's all that like, you know. Fucking
2: Billy Bonkers here. Yeah, oh, she's, wow, (laughs) she
1: lost 50 pounds? You know? Oh, so it's,
2: it's different. no,
1: it's different but similar, but I'm only kidding because it's a Billy Bonkers thing. I'm only kidding. It's a callback. All right, okay, it's a conversation. So, I never stole a joke then. No, No.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I thought I was being accused of Billy. Okay, flashback. So, anyway, that was the whole thing. Yeah, it's how when you get that we the idea that you kind of use at the time and then you get something bigger. Yeah, but I I always say
1: that to Pies like sometimes you never know, man. A routine just never works, and then years later. It fits into another routine yeah. and gets a life of its that's own. It. And th- that's what it needed. It needed like a bit of It's support. like your football
2: team having somebody who's terrible. And then one day a manager just sticks them somewhere else. In the in right the team, spot and, and then boom, that's it just bank.
1: works 100%. 100%. Aiden and Carl Spain are obsessed with how good you are at prank calls. Yes. I'm not going to ask you to do a prank call now. But is that like some secret thing, fetish of yours?
2: Uh, Prank calling Fetish is the right word <laughs> It's only it, Because like Before we started Standard I basically like, I advised to leave school Right for being Too an idiot. much of a mess eh? I just told I was a, Going back to having New material I'd always treat school Like You'd never go into school And do the same stuff Every day and You'd always want I'd walk to school thinking a fresh shit To get up to To make people laugh I'd always shit. like hey, What can we get up to today? Like, Me and my pal Tony Would always plan out the day Yeah And just like A day of mayhem So we always used to get Every Friday or Saturday night we'd stay at somebody's house. Yeah. Like a sleepover. And we'd chip in and buy a top-up card. And then just phone like... Just whatever. Just get the phone book and just start phoning like... Just stupid shit. It's hard. There's never like no Bart Simpson phone in most is that. Can I speak to... Yeah. I... No, but I must not, Bob. Well, I'm going to rat you out. Carl and Aiden
1: told me that They're you, good, man, you called somebody <laughs> and made them feel like they'd won money on a radio.
2: That's probably <laughs> that's probably true. <laughs> well, this is the guy, and I asked him. I was, I was like, no, I think I told him we would won cinema tickets, just two cinema tickets, but making it sound like you and a partner will be whisked to the cinema to see the new Ghostbusters. And the guy's going, oh, brilliant! i <laughs> like, you're just one simple. Simple general knowledge question away, and I'd ask him like the capital of like, Paraguay, and he'd be like, Oh, oh I should know that." You can actually hear the guy <laughs> thinking he's on the radio, right? And he's like, oh, I should know this Paraguay, Paraguay, it's a capital of Paraguay. I used to be good at capitals, I mumbling all this shit to himself. I'm like, The clock's ticking, mate. <laughs> and I'd be like, The answer is Cape Town, and then just like, hang up the phone. You'd hear him going. Is that no in South Africa? <laughs> that's that's the one they'll talk. That was more the guy's reaction. He was devastated, but he's <laughs> he's, he's trying to like, appeal the decision as he's hanging up the phone. Is that in no, South Africa? <laughs> It was shit like that. It's, it's very of the moment. It's just a funny sort of... It's people's reaction. Never malicious. It's always just like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's throw exactly somebody cool. a few lines People and love say, those pranks anyway. I uh, definitely. But I
1: guess in that situation, it's unfortunate because the guy doesn't have that moment where you go, this is Kevin Bridges pranking you for the no, crack. No, no, no.
2: But I say somebody else's name. I think we'd done an R prank. I think we'd phoned the guy and wind him up about something else. Then he starts going, is this a wind-up? And as soon as I've said that, that's when you reverse, "Sonny, Yes, it's the midnight... Capital Radio wind up, you're live on whatever, and then they start going. Oh, that was like, great! Uh, that was <laughs> great! <laughs> like, I don't believe this. Oh, I'm nervous. Like uh, your work colleagues have put you on. there, oh, I'm going to kill them. And all that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, But the
1: funny thing is, if they knew it was you, they would be excited.
2: Ah, uh, maybe, but I don't want to be like that guy. Does know? Uh, actually, yeah, grown yeah, yeah, it's yeah. better just be your, something you're made. Do the
1: and, Well, that's how the rubber bandit started. Now you got to show me which way to. I act think you're always
2: out. need of that, but still, I still get a joy out of. Laughing, yeah, myself,
1: and
0: on, making people laugh. It's really
1: laugh, important so. to have a laugh. Well, like—that's like, why there's just certain guys in the comedy world that I prefer hanging out with because they. Oh, Carl Spain and Aidan. Yeah, like they still remember that examples. having a laugh is the most important thing. You know, which way is your parents' house?
2: Uh, it's back that way, but you can just go this way if you want.
1: Oh yeah, we just drive through the
2: estate. Drive through. Somebody's got solar panels. Good to see. Some renewable, en- renewable energy. Do you get money? Oh yeah, this you is you nice, get, man. You get money for having them, don't you?
1: Oh, do you? I? Don't know, man. I don't know what the Glasgow thing is. Uh, if you actually get money, what's up with this guy here with the uh, the rally car? Jesus, oh.
2: never seen that before. Jesus, it's my old mate Paul O'Donnell. He still living there. Oh, you're allowed to name him. Ah, yeah, we can name him. He'll be cool about that. He's cool about that. I
1: guess. So are you like entourage? Like you got this like original crew of guys? Like, do you think that when you're not looking, they're all telling people, listen, I grew up with Kevin Bridges.
2: Ah, uh, I don't. I think my actual mates. No, they don't really care. It's the people that maybe don't really know you. They would tell everybody else that they grew up, you know what I
1: mean? Do I go up here? No.
2: no. Straight no. on.
1: So, yeah, man. You I you know, I, I never knew where you're from, but yeah, you're, you're the real deal. You know, this is like a proper, just oh, like... Are
2: you expecting to see? No, nah, but like it's a proper <laughs> council estate, you <laughs> know? Left it's again. like
1: the real deal, you know? And there's nothing wrong with that, don't get me wrong. I'm not making a judgment, no, but, no, no, no. you know.
2: That's a nice... Again, there's never... Like, there's clothes Food out in the balcony. Yeah, yeah, there's clothes it. hanging out in the
1: balcony. These flats.
2: You know? But wait, you see the extension we've got done though.
1: Am I going the right no, way? Straight yeah? on, straight on. We've oh, and this is the primary school here?
2: That's not actually the one that I went to. I went to oh, one no. on the other end. Yeah. For religious or whatever reason. Oh, you went I, to, I went like, a Catholic, Catholic school? In. It's in the next sort of village.
1: You're Catholic, right?
2: Well... I grew up Catholic. I don't really bother. Do you bother? Yeah,
1: no, but it's not about the religion. It's about the identity. Come on, (laughs) it's just you know. I just as they say, I I knew because you were a Celtic. A cultural Catholic.
2: Yeah, you're a cultural Catholic. Yeah. Aye, I don't know. I like the hymns, man. Through him, with him, in him. I love that one. In the unity <laughs> of the
1: Holy Spirit, oh all <laughs> glory and honor is yours, almighty Father, forever <laughs> and ever. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, I, oh
0: man. 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 I mean, it's
1: red- What other ones can you remember? I, 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 I can oh, remember. Oh, what? Co- I, I could okay, go, I you could do you. Yeah. You do one, and I'll see if I can sing it, and then I'll do one, and you see if you can sing it.
2: Uh, Colours of day, dawn into the night. Don't know that one. Don't know why I'm doing it in an English accent. The sun <laughs> has come up. Then I, but I don't know why I'm doing it in a Scottish football <laughs> yeah, fan yeah, accent. Yeah, yeah, you're doing pump. Uh, the, the Sex Pistols does used, church <laughs> songs. <laughs> we used to write our own hymns to football songs, me and my pal Tony at games. <laughs> write we were, your own hymns. I was just like, when I see you Jesus, I like to join reflect. I just can't get enough, you know, etc. <laughs> he was crucified, body he rose again, and he walked the streets of Bethlehem. Really? It was funny on a bus. And, uh, <laughs> give him a loaf, give him a fish. No, like, give him a loaf, give him a fish. Jesus of Nazareth, he'll serve up a dish. <laughs> was... Wow, man. Those are good ones. Anyway. So, do you remember this one? I don't know if that's blasphemous, is this blasphemous? I, I
1: don't care if it's blasphemous I don't care God can take it <laughs> you, you can know? take
2: what? The penance? Yeah, God's not going to get upset
1: His followers <laughs> might, but that's not my concern
2: you know? I've he seen really... a great sketch It's a Scottish TV show called Burniston And uh, they've got a great bit about uh, A guy goes into a confessional box And he gets these, you know, the penance The priest tells you how many Hail Marys you need to go and say or whatever. whatever yeah. But there's another priest waiting outside the conf- To try and undercut him he goes, what is it you done? He tells him he's sinned. And he goes, how many Hail Marys do you get? He's he like oh, four Hail Marys on father. and he goes, oh, I can do that for two Hail Marys in one They start, they start <laughs> yeah, haggling when again. Of, yeah, yeah, I've heard that before. <laughs> I've
1: heard that before. All right, so if, do, do you know this one? You, I'll know if you know this one if you respond in the right way. Sing hallelujah, sing hallelujah, sing hallelujah to the Lord. Oh, you guys didn't no, have
2: that one. No, it must be an idea. Yeah, so
1: then you clap it twice.
2: Is this, um, it might be um, America. That uh, sounds, sounds American. So you go
1: like, sing hallelujah, sing hallelujah, sing hallelujah to the Lord. Clap, clap. No. And then, sing ah. his praise, sing his praise, sing hallelujah to the Lord. Uh, it's just, it's got to go. Sounds good, good though. Uh, give me it sounds one. all right.
2: Give me another one before I drop you off. Give me another one. Uh, that's another one walk with me oh my lord you know that that's, that's, that's mainstream that was one oh, that's, that, that was, that's mainstream. a single that's like did you have this one radio one, one. and Mass. he
1: will raise you up on yeah. eagle's wings bear you on the <laughs> I think I started too high <laughs> the breath of dawn people in this make street make you to <laughs> shine like the sun I'll start driving <laughs> and hold you in the palm you realise my
2: neighbours are going to think I've been radicalised by some church, <laughs> some American I know, but you know the funny church. thing is, the
1: funny is, we're singing church songs, nobody would be an eyelid. If I was going right now like, Allah, 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 everybody would be like, oh shit man, fucking watch out. It's just another fucking religion
2: with a lot of violence in its basic text. Uh, it's good, good singing though, isn't it? I, I, I miss mass for that, I suppose. What about? I danced in the morning when the world was begun. So this this is he? This your parents' house? This is the extension. You have a disabled badge holders. Yes, my my old man's got rheumatoid arthritis. Ah, that's that man. So I better just drop you off. You like here. the su- the summer furniture there, soaked to the bone. Yeah, very Ru- Scotland.
1: Rusting. rusting outside furniture. Well, it's a lovely house. It's the nicest house on the street. And there's a satellite dish as well. Do you feel, know how I many feel people have got my this dad's
2: uh, channel selection thing? But don't worry. Do you
1: know how many people must walk by this house and go, do you know who lives in
2: there? Kevin do you pitches. think so? Yeah. That's scary. Don't say
1: that. We used to do it with Jerry Ryan. Jerry Ryan was a great Irish DJ, God rest him. He's passed on. But uh, if ever I was driving by his place in Gunslaff, I'd always be like, Jerry Ryan lives in there. <laughs> you know, like, like, like every, you know, like, wow. So this is this is
2: your gaff. This is the Jerry Ryan
1: of Claybank. Yeah. So will I just drop you off or are we going to meet your parents? in?
2: I'm, I'm not on the podcast. I think we're at that stage yet, yeah, are we? The chur- <laughs> you're going to try and get them into the church as well? <laughs> and yeah, go get it. Up and chop the door.
1: Walk in like sing a new song unto the Lord. Get a song. All right. All right, well, I'll just trap you off then.
2: All right, man. Well, why don't you pull in then, so you don't need just.
1: Well, actually, I need a, I need to have a puss
2: Aye, come right, I in. You're more than welcome. We've got two toilets now. You can take Whoa. a pick.
1: I'll just park behind this guy up here. Because you know the way people can be funny about their spots. Oh, the streets. There's you a know what the parking park politics. All right. Yeah, parking politics, oh. man.
2: You'd hear about that for weeks if somebody was to park in that space there. Oh really? Mm.
1: Yeah, it's like that's people. People get really possessive about their parking spots.
2: What am I doing here? All right,
1: let's go and thanks for the debate. left.
2: It's a good day off, man.
1: Yeah, thanks s- for squash. spending the day with me. I mean, originally I thought we'd drive around and we'd see things, but this was better. Nah. Play squash, have a chat. You know, chat some more. Pull up, I've, see I, your I house. I think it's
2: is good for your listeners if we've done a tour, is it? No, no, no.
1: Don't get would, to see it. Yeah, no. It's only it was good because I did it in Dublin with the with the two lads from New York, or well, for the American comedians. And there was just something fun about taking a bunch of black comics to like an Irish ghetto, and <laughs> like you know, I don't know. There was just something yeah. kind of fun about that. But uh, in this situation, it's like, what am I gonna, what am I gonna see in Glasgow, you know? And like, it's just different.
2: I could they gave you the tour, but I think this is uh, next time. Bro. Bro, been a,
1: a day, a day hanging with Kev in I Glasgow. A great day, mate. Yeah, and coming to the estate, I feel like it inspired you a bit.
2: Ah, definitely. This is where I used to. I spent a lot of time. On my own as a kid, there was nobody else my age in the street at all. Oh, really? So I was quite a.
1: Oh, I was the opposite. We had loads of kids. Our no, age. everyone else was anyway, much sa- older. Save that for the next podcast, man. Okay. We got loads now. I got enough out of you, bro. Filling up. I just need. <laughs> I know. I just need you for a piss, and I'm <laughs> out. I to come and take a piss. <laughs> so thanks, man. Kev. So, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks to Kev for doing the podcast. Um, I'm sure we'll have some extra Scottish listeners. So, if you're around edinburgh over the weekend i have four more shows thursday friday saturday sunday gray matters in the pleasant's dome at eight kev is doing nothing so he has nothing to plug but you can tweet him i can't remember his exact twitter but it's easy to find uh, my twitter is at des bishop my snapchat is des buffer my facebook is forward slash des bishop facebook.com forward slash des bishop and uh, my instagram is des bishop feedback accepted anywhere Uh, our opening song was Melty Brains Uh, I put it back on because I figured uh, we'd have some new listeners in Scotland and I wanted to promote uh, Melty Brains because they're a great band Uh, so check them out and uh, next Monday will be our next podcast with Jordan Nicola Bridget Raskopoulos who has been a friend of mine for a long time lead singer of Axis of Awesome a great comedy trio uh, that you might know from their YouTube virals. uh I knew Jordan as a as a guy, our whole friendship, and she came out recently as a transgender woman. Uh, my first friend that I've ever known in that situation, so I was very curious. So come and check it out on Monday, as I try not to put my foot in it, which I do, but it's still great podcasting. We hope to see you then. I love you all. Thank you for allowing me to have this incredible new addition to my life, because I love it, and I. Love, look forward to sending you these every week. So until then, bye bye.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more